Echoes, 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 echoes. That's the episode, episode, episode that we're going to talk about, 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 about now. From Fear Itself, season one and only. Second to last episode. Directed by Rupert Wainwright of The Fog Remake and Stigmata. And probably the thing that I would think... um, well, got him those jobs, amongst others, is that he did a whole bunch of the MC Hammer videos, including Can't Touch This. Yep. I thought you were going to say blank check. Oh, and blank check. Yes, obviously. Got him to the the heights that he (laughs) soared to. Well, and written by Sean Hood, um, who has had an interesting career. His IMDb is very odd. It reads as if, like, he retired two years ago, but I don't know what's up with that. Uh, He wrote Halloween Resurrection. Uh, Cube 2, although I think um, from what I've read, he's he's somebody that has, like, written a lot himself. Like, he's blogged a lot and has a lot of his own, like, reflections out there on the internet. So I think Cube 2, he wrote a script for it. A lot of what he wrote is not on screen. Um, same thing for something else that he wrote where he said basically, like, look, I, <laughs> I got paid for it, but I didn't actually really contribute anything to it. He also wrote the Conan the Barbarian remake that I really like. And the episode of season one of Masters of Horror, Sick Girl, which you and I both enjoyed quite a bit. Oh, did he? I didn't yeah. see that on there. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Huh. Um, I, I think I love Halloween Resurrection. I um, enjoy I, it. It's, I, I, get, to, I get it, but it's like, it's not good, but I enjoy it. Well, that's, this is my counter. I used to like, just like like it like oh i like halloween resurrection and i'll defend it because i like it and i have a fun yeah. time with it and the cast is kind of like backdoor awesome yep yep like, like oh hey look at all the people in this it's weird um but yeah, there's I definitely really, a before they when... were famous vibe to that movie yeah for sure i don't know if you, when the last time you watched it was but we watched it somewhat recently all of that web se- series it, internet ahead stuff of its time fucking genius yep yep um i saw it in the theater i remember um Forcing friends, I think we might have snuck in. We did a double feature, and I really wanted to see that one. Um, and I enjoyed it when I saw it. I'm like, the only real objection I would have that I, and the only objection I understand, like, Brannon, I had it on the other day because it's been airing on like AMC or something. And Brannon, like, came in the room and was going to sit down for a while. He's like, can we please watch something else? Because for him, he just finds that, like, what they do with the ending of H2O and undoing it and how they kind of treat Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, that is bullshit. Like, yeah, it's crappy. Like, it would have been better if she just wasn't in it. For sure. Um, But at the same time, they got her in it and probably were able to get people to come see it because of that. But the... And it's like, it's dumb, but it's it embraces its dumb dumbness, and the the webcam stuff is really it's ahead of its time. It is, you know, it wasn't the first movie to do that, but it's one of the first that really got that particular style of reality show meets live stream meets horror. Like, and it and yeah. it does that very well. They, I mean, the our 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 main character who is somebody, but I can't remember because I'm not looking at it right now. Um, she is guided to safety through uh, the magic of texting. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, there, I don't know, there's just something, you watch it and it feels so, things that, because I saw this in the theater too, um, things that felt at the time maybe like, like, stupid or fantastical or didn't make sense there's there's aspects of it that obviously they that weren't technically possible 
at the time or if it was wouldn't have looked the way it did but watching it in 2000 i probably watched it last year 2019 Mm -hmm. versus when it came out in 2004 or something i don't remember when it was 2002 is like night and day in 2002 it kind of played hokey like that that premise specifically because obviously trick-or-treat motherfucker is what it is and if you hate tyra in it you hate tyra in it and if you if you obviously i have a stuff a problem with the jamie lee stuff too Mm. i uh that h2o the ending of h2o i have not been silent about this point but it was very cathartic for me and i fucking hated that they undid it because I hate Michael Myers. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> Brandon and I were just having this conversation because he was saying, he's like, well, I know you don't like H2O. I'm like, no, no, no I don't. Um, I think I think HBO, H- HBO, H2O, <laughs> I'm harder on it because it was Im- Im- just embodied everything I didn't like at the time about 90s horror. I, would, I will concede it is a good movie, but I find it very unsatisfying except for that ending. I think that is a, the perfect ending for that movie and really that franchise yeah. in a way. Yeah. So obviously when you see it undone and undone to her detriment, like she, Mm -hmm. and then it takes her power away. It takes her, you know, it takes a lot of, from that character away. And that, that is kind of disappointing. And then what you get at the beginning of it, of how, you know, her, her untimely dispatch is, is upsetting and stupid. And I hated it. But if you remove that and just get to the house Mm -hmm. with the kids, yeah, with the kids and the, the 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 web series premise, it's really cool <laughs> because it's like fake but also real. That's yep, part yep. of it too. That really hit me because they they fucking tried to produce this experience, which is very a very still reality thing to do. Totally. And and they couldn't control the situation. I don't know, man. Yeah. I want to watch that right now. It's, so, I mean, it's again. We were talking off camera, off camera about cable and everything. Like it's probably on AMC right. Like, actually, it's not on AMC second. right now. I can tell you that because Ghost Ship is on right now, and I have it on mute. But Ghost Ship. Um, this is the most magical time of year. <laughs> it totally is. It's it's funny too because I like again we're we're to- we haven't talked about the episode yet. We promise you we will. But it's also the middle of October. And it's funny because I talk to people at work. They're like, oh, so what do you watch now? I'm like, honestly, nothing different. Like, if anything, you know, I watched a dance movie the other night because I don't I watch horror all the time. Like, I don't need to to watch more of it in October because I'm watching 80 percent of my viewing is horror on any given week. But what I love about this time is that the normies get get it and and they start to understand it a little more and you'd flip channels and no matter what channel you land on there's something halloween and that makes me very happy yeah i do appreciate being feel it's the one time of year i feel truly catered to yeah um it with everything like oh spooky potato chips great <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's that? Pumpkin flavored uh, face mask? Yes. Like, I exactly. feel very much like. Scene. I wish this was all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you, girl. Well, I'm glad we got we got to talk about that episode. Yeah, that was great. Well. So moving. So. so next week is the finale. <laughs> oh, so gosh. I. All right. So Echoes, um, which we're going to spoil. I I think I again I I did not love this episode, but at least it was to me it was different. I think I definitely liked it more than you did based on what I've what I've gathered from your hint drops. I was um, unforgivably bored by this. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and I'm very sorry that I feel this way. Everyone involved, but it, I felt like it was very boring. It was very much 
I mean this in the exact way that I'm saying it. It was very much a man's story told through a, a male lens, mm, and I yeah. just couldn't bring myself to care about anything. That's fair. It, it was just like, great, yeah, I don't know what's happening. But anyways, Eric Balfour is in this. Not enough. And when he <laughs> is, the the picture is treated in a very unpleasant way. Um, Eric Balfour is extremely handsome. And it was sad that I couldn't see him. Also, <laughs> the boy that played Pyro in X-Men 2. Or the, so, guy, the main guy in the 12 Monkeys series. So I saw, saw on IMDb. But Zach was like, do you know who that is? And I was like, I've never seen that person before in my <laughs> life. And then like, he gave me hints until I screamed, Pyro! Um, <laughs> so that's where we were at watching this. That's fair. Go into a synopsis, because I, oh. I want to hear your synopsis of this. <sighs> oh, my. So the, the IMDb synopsis is a friendly man discovers that he was a sadistic murderer in a previous life. Um, was he a friendly man? I don't know. Seems like a judgment call. Yeah. Um, so Pyro from X-Men 2 <clears throat> moves into this place and his girlfriend who, or not even his girlfriend, this girl that he talks to a lot um, is like, why did you move into this place? And he's like, I don't know. I looked at a lot of places and then this is the place I moved into. And immediately he starts saying like, it feels like I've been here before and I can picture things and it's real strange. And now I'm going to black out. Um, and then he's like, I'm Eric Balfour in the past in like the twenties, I think it's the twenties. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and also there's this blonde lady here and, um, I murder her and maybe other people. And is this happening? And Christine stopped paying attention. So <laughs> I think that he was, was he really past life regressing? Or... I still don't really understand it, quite frankly. Because <laughs> he's going to his therapist and then doing like um, hypnotic therapy where he's he's going under hypnosis and talking as Eric Balfour with this like Southern 20s accent and but he's also blacking out in real life where he's sort of like taking on that persona and basically being an asshole which and this is the problem like, I liked the concept of the here's what I liked about the episode I liked that it was the 20s because it's not an era we see um very often at all and when we think the 20s, like, there's certain things we think of. And, like, sure, we think of flappers. But, like, there was an, an an aspect of, like, if you were a partying, um, if you were somebody that, like, went out and drank and, and had a good time at a bar, like, you were doing some seedy shit. Like, the 20s were pretty seedy. The reason we had the Hays Code was because, like, the 20s had gotten so, quote-unquote, morally, like, bankrupt that flapper parties like yeah no like women were making out and like there was it was much more like pansexual and all of that than we ever really like think just because we think it was so long ago that oh they were having sex before marriage and that was it like no 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 they were having like five sums like it was a thing so i liked that this kind of like wild party sense to it um but i have i, I don't really know what was going on <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> this is what I kind of gleaned from it. So our main character is in love with this woman, but he can't like touch her or, or, or be yeah, like he's with just kind of too afraid to say anything. But so... she's always around. Yeah, which is just weird. 
perpetrating like they are in a relationship, which is fine. They have like a weird complex thing happening, but she's the girl in in his Eric Balfour style blackouts, right? Yes. Okay. I just making sure because because I I did get confused and part of it was because it was I think a little confusing, oh, but I agree. also yeah. because I had a hard time like committing my energy to this. Yeah. It was again like it was daring me to care. Yeah, I, I looked away from it a lot. So, and I didn't want to do Played that. Played a lot of words of friends while watching. So, he is having these these like visions of another time or world and Eric ba- he's Eric Balfour and Eric Balfour is super jealous and like wants to be with this lady but like not as as like she's like promiscuous and like I don't know he's not happy with her overall behavior so that starts to bleed into Pyro's world with the same girl but he's like I don't we're not together but I don't like you talking to this guy or something and and then uh he we think that he Eric Balfour murders his flapper girlfriend, but the flapper girlfriend ended up murdering Eric Balfour. Yes, and it wasn't. Ha- it was happening, but also Pyro had super secret news clippings of these events before he moved into the house. So what was he really, or was he just like, I don't know. I don't Help. either. No, I didn't get it either. In the end, <laughs> I was hoping you watched it closer. <laughs> But, like, and I don't, um, I, I actually think that that is interesting. Like, because when he first moved in, he there was this box, and his not-girlfriend was like, what about this box? And he was like, leave it alone, that's my special box. So, like, <laughs> when the reveal was, like, oh, in the box is all this information about these two people, are you, like, so he wasn't having past-life regression because he already knew about all of them, except he was because it ended up, the events ended up unfolding exactly. And repeating, yeah. Because he, the same thing happens where she's taking a bath and he, like, also, like, did he rape her the night before? Did he just have rough sex with her and she liked it? Do we know? Did you get that? (laughs) Um... I don't remember that. All I can think about is the the werewolf episode. Yeah. See, the other <laughs> thing now that now that we said this, um, I did my DVD was the director's cut, which Uh-oh. I don't know if that meant anything, um, because it's pretty hard to figure out, and nobody has taken the time to write the difference between between it. Um, although, no, you probably have the same because if this was unaired, then I wonder if they only ever packaged this one. I don't know. Like, there's a scene at the party or after the party when, like, he goes into her bedroom and he's kind of like, it It seems to cut away to him coming at her. And then the next morning he can't remember anything. Or, he like, it seems like he does remember, but she's like, oh, yeah, you finally made a move last night. Which I don't know if that meant, yeah, she, he finally raped her and she liked it. I don't know. It was confusing. Um, and, like... On one hand, I think maybe somebody had an interesting idea as far as, like, male aggression and this guy who clearly is kind of, you know, just not assertive. And so he's channeling this um, contract killer from the 1920s who could get what he wanted by using violence. And so he, you know, is trying to, like, channel that in order to, you know, get get what he wants and, and not, you know, stand up. Um but the problem I had was also, and this isn't that surprising for this this franchise, is that the female character is so 
whatever she needs to be in that moment that now yeah. she's angry that he's being intense but a scene ago she wanted to have sex with him because he was being intense and it it's just so you're right it is a man story where she is only there to move things to where they need to be and it's unfortunate yeah it, there's the, there is an interesting like when i summarized it eventually there was an interest there's interesting things there like the the implication of um having to pretend that this is who you were in a past life to to actualize in the way that you want to and then it ends up being that way anyways so do past lives even matter or is Mm. it just the patterns that we fall into so there's interesting stuff there but i don't i i did a lot of work i just did a lot of work for this thing and and i want to do some work because it's fun, but I don't want to do all of it. No, Give no. Stuff. Yeah, not um, not for a 43-minute episode of television. No, and, and, and it's a bummer. And I feel like I didn't have to do, like, an ass load of work for something like Spirit Box. No, like, it gave no. me It gave me a, a very clear narrative and, and any implications I can, I can get to very easily on my own. Yeah. Well, and there's also, you know, there's nothing wrong with challenging, complex storytelling in a 43-minute episode – but you have to be good enough that I want to be challenged. And if you're not interesting enough early on and I'm drifting away, then sure, part of it's my fault that I didn't pay close enough attention, but part of it's your fault that you didn't tell me a story that I wanted to pay close enough attention to. Yeah, and I made I made kind of a... I was kind of shitty about the treat, the, the past 1920s treatment on the on the picture, but like if you go to the IMDb, there's two 1920s stills in it, like with Eric Balfour, and it is so much easier to look at. Mm. I know that they needed to differ- differentiate past from present with like so they wanted to make it clear visually, but like it was really hard to look at, really hard to care about trying to look through this fuzzy orangey popcorn. Yeah. And I think they really tried. I watched there's a like five minute director featurette for the for each episode. And on this one, like he spends most of it talking about like how he tried to visually identify the two eras. So the walls are green or the walls are red. And, you know, and it's one of those. It's like it's nice that you tried, but it just didn't look that good in the end. So I don't know yeah. that you you really accomplished that much of what you were going for. It was unpleasant to look at. Like, yeah. I, and you have again a a just distractingly handsome man, and I and I'm and I can't be bothered to pay attention. That's a lot for me. Yeah. Like I, it takes a lot to take me out that much. And but I kept like feeling my hand go to my phone and be like, yep. no, put it down. I don't like that feeling. No, no, I'm with you. Yeah, this this is not one I'd really recommend. Um, I don't think it's the worst one. I think it tries something interesting, but I don't think it does much with it. So. Mm. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, better than still a lot of the Masters of Horror episodes that we watched. For sure. I didn't get, like, offended or angry watching it. Yeah. So that's something. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Echoes, which means the next time we record, it is going to be the finale of the Mophies. Yep. How about that? Uh, we will figure out then what other things we will do next. Uh, and of course, we will have our ranking of the season, so come prepared with that. Oh boy, I have to do that then. Yes, you huh? do. Oh yes, oh yes, I know. All right, everybody, on that note, 
enjoy whatever time of day it is when you're listening to this episode. Yeah, happy Halloween if it's Halloween. Spooky. (laughs) Hello, kids! (laughs) Welcome to my party, glad you like the dress. Welcome to my party, baby, where's the ice? Who here's up for dancing? Who here's new? Welcome to my party, who the hell invited you? You're here because you love me. Don't I know it? Yeah, I know. You're here because you love me. And cause the booze is cheap and the lowdown's low. Welcome to my party. You know what I need. Queenie's up for jazz and Queenie's up for anything tonight. I gotta get my engine smoking. I need a bed and gut. I need it more. There ain't no heaven and there ain't no hell, no turning back. Daddy, lock the door. Uh, what's this? I'm Nadine. I'm May's little sister from Poughkeepsie. Can I have a sip? You want to hang with Queenie? Lesson number one. Never rush liquor or love. The creatures of the night have come here to play. We don't like the light and we don't need the day. People like us gotta jazz till we drop Cause people like us, we don't know when to stop I know how to party, show you how it's done I'll teach you how to party Where the hell's my ice? You'll remember this one, Queenie's guarantee Welcome to my party Wanna get 